Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. May God bless you this great day. This is a great day. God loves you as a plan for your life, and we want to fulfill that plan. We want God to fulfill that plan in you. I pray you're trusting Him, and He's leading you. Our Heavenly Father, bless each listener today. God, keep them safe from disease. Keep them safe from the enemy. And God, may we count on you and allow your power to strengthen us. God, I thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to share on the air. And I pray, God, it's used for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, what is it like to unlock the power of God? You know, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5.19 tells us, do not quench the Spirit of God. Or another translation is, do not put out the Spirit's fire. And folks, in our lives, we've got to be careful about that. We've got to be careful about uh, how we live, to be careful to live the glory of God, to allow the Spirit of God to move us. You know, we have sometimes a campfire, especially during, I think, last month. You know, normally there's campfires when we go camping. We have a big church camping trip, but we didn't do one this year. But you know what? You can't make s'mores if you don't have a fire. And, you know, some what quenches a fire? Well, sometimes it's dirt. Sometimes it's water you put out a fire with. What quenches the Holy Spirit? It's when you don't honor God, when you don't put him first, when you don't have a spiritual life that is in tune with him. Quenches what God wants to do in your life. We must move beyond having a calloused heart. Many people in this world have calloused heart, even people within the church. You know, the definition of a callous is having a hard heart. Someone treats us poorly or someone does something we disagree with, we get angry and we get bitter and we develop spiritual calluses, which in turn make it hard for us to live in the Spirit of God because we quench the Spirit of God. We need to be right with God. And as I've talked, maybe the main topic I've talked about for years is years is to get rid of any kind of bitterness and unforgiveness from your heart and not allow the enemy to have callous in your heart, to have you have a hardened heart. I believe that's a plague even in Christian society, how we handle living in this world and the actions. Do we give in to the sin like everybody else does? Or do we find ourselves tuning into God and saying, God, help me through this? Because, you know, folks, you're going to go through things. You're going to go through issues in life. You're not immune because you say you believe in Jesus. But you know what? We need to get in tune with our Heavenly Father, in tune with our walk with God. You know, we the enemy really would love to take down Christians. You know, he doesn't have to take down sinners. They've already been taken down. People of God, we must purge ourselves of the incredible detriment that causes us spiritual issues, and that is allowing the enemy to seek and to sink into our lives. The psalmist writes, David writes in Psalm 66, 18 through 20, if I had a cherry sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love for me. Do you hear that? I, David said it well. If I had a cherry sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. I think so many people create that 
huge wall between them and God because they have a sin they continue to carry. They don't confess it. They don't recognize it, or maybe they recognize it, but they're afraid to confess it. Folks, he already knows, but he wants to hear from you. He wants you to confess your sins to him and purge yourself of all these things. Do not quench the spirit of Almighty God in your life. And I'm talking to Christians today. I know 90% of the people who listen to this radio station are Christian. So hopefully the things that I say is something that's helping develop you stronger in the Lord. I need to develop stronger in the Lord. I listened this morning. I listened to uh, the book of... Um, Boy, here my memory is going. The book of John, I started with chapter 2. I listened to probably, oh, 10 or 12 chapters on on my Gideon app and listened to the story of Jesus. We need to fill ourselves with Jesus, fill ourselves with the Spirit of God. And when we get up in the morning, say, Lord, thank you for this day. As I've told you many times, as I walk out and get my newspaper, Lord, bless this day. Lead us this day. We need to be God conscious. That's what we need. I was so fortunate because of, I told you many times, I lived in a household growing up that God was a part of everything we did. And I'm so thankful for my parents' influence on my life. I hope I can be that influence too. Why did God listen to him? Because he didn't have hidden sin. That's what David says. He listened to me because he didn't have hidden sin. He released it to God. See, hidden sin needs to be released to God. Maybe you're sitting out there today listening, and there's a hidden sin in your life, but you haven't released it to God because you're afraid to. God wants to hear about it. He is anxious to help you take care of it. He is anxious to forgive you. You know, I hate to sound like a prophet today, but I know there are people in this uh, audience that have hidden sins before God. Because I think everybody, most everybody sometime in our life has. And you wonder why you're not growing spiritually. You wonder why you're having issues. You wonder why you're questioning God. It's because you haven't released that sin to him. You know, oh, each one of us knows what it is in our lives. You know, I don't know what everybody else is, but we all know there's things out there that the enemy uses to, to, to kick us, and we just need to kick it. See, God isn't anxious to beat you over the head with it, by the way. Did you hear that? He's not anxious to beat you over the head with it, but he wants you to release to him. You can have a clear passageway to God. He will hear and answer your prayers. Some people wonder why it seems like it isn't working in their lives. And I can tell you many times it's because of hidden sin. And believe me, we don't want the pastor or anyone else to talk about it. And I am frankly not interested in what your hidden sin is. I don't need to know that at all, but I'd be glad to pray for you. Said, hey, whatever that is, give it to God today. You know, I unfortunately, as pastors, you hear all sorts of things, and they tell you all about their lives, and you hear the good, bad, and the ugly. I don't necessarily need to hear people's bad. I just want to be praying for them and say God is capable of forgiving that. And then you don't have to live in guilt anymore. How's that? Yeah, don't have to live in guilt anymore when you release it to God. But be ready, because you're unlocking the power of God in your life when you release it. You hear that? You're unlocking the power of God in your life. You're, unle- you're unleashing him to do powerful things in your life. You know, in 1973, I was looking forward to my senior year of high school basketball. And we had our annual blue and gold scrimmage, and the city came to watch. And I had a great game. I led the team in scoring that game and had a wonderful, and it looked like it was going to be a phenomenal season. And guess what? The next week I had an appendicitis attack, and I had a, a, a 
appendectomy, I think it's aptendectomy. I was so excited to come back and started playing when stitches were still in. I was practicing when stitches were still in. Was that crazy? Well, my appendix was inflamed and it could have burst, so they yanked it out. Just like that in our spiritual world, it's time for a synectomy in our lives. We need it yanked out. By the way, I started playing a little early and my stitches actually uh, opened, which left a nasty scar. See, you get anxious to get back in the real world and that happens. But we need to be purged of that which is slowing us down. I believe from the very beginning of my ministry in 1988 here in Boise that God wanted to do great things in the lives of his people. And I've known all the years that he's going to do something, but it had to be a total surrender to God. I don't believe we've seen what God wants to do yet, but I know it's coming. I know we just keep pushing on, especially during this strange time of sickness. You know, it's it's strange time, and as I've said before, you know, churches are, some churches are, are meeting again, and and but not at full capacity. I don't think many of them are. We're, we're running about 60% of attendance. But, you know, the good portion of the rest of them are following us online. We have a live streaming service. So you can our services are on every 9, 30, and 11 live stream right during the service. So it's it's kind of fun. But we're but I don't know how long it's going to be till we have everyone back. I, I have no idea. But I know one thing. We can serve God in our homes. We can serve God wherever we're at. And, of course, I, I hope people will be returning to church. But, you know, I want people to be safe. I want to make good decisions. And, you know, some people are very – uh, compromised by their health. And so I think people got to be careful. But you, we get pressure from all sides to become complacent in our walk with God, complacent with spiritual practices. And many times the pressures of life beat us down. You know the story of the Apostle Peter, who was very close to Jesus. But when the pressure was on, Peter denied Christ. Just a reminder of that story we find in the 26th chapter of of Matthew, verses 20, uh, 69 through 75, said, Now Peter was sitting in the courtyard, and a servant girl came in. You also are with Jesus in Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow is with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up, and Peter said, Surely you are one of them. You're Accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately the rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he said he went out and he wept bitterly. Here was the main disciple of Jesus Christ. In a moment of pressure, gave in to the sin of denying Christ. See, many people continue down the path, and frankly, they don't recognize the problem. The root of bitterness is so deep, it feels natural. That's like someone who just continues to sin, gets calloused by it, and pretty soon it feels perfectly normal. We get so routinely into the sin, it becomes normal, and we think we're just fine. We must recognize what sin does to the heart. It pollutes the heart, and soon you find yourself with a new normal, and everything else, everyone else is wrong and crazy and judgmental. When in life, well, people, rec- people will recognize, when you recognize the power of God through his cleansing, it will unlock the power he wants you to have. People, he wants to unlock the power in you. Would you let him today? Lord, bless your people. May they give you anything and everything that's in the way of their walk with you. 
Jesus' name. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.